0: Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode.
1: What's going on everybody? It's your girl Jaleesa, and I'm on ProPolitikin' and it's about to get lit up in here. Nobody cares. That's what trips me out the most. It doesn't matter if your schools are behind academically, you don't even have
2: books, or you're surrounded by all this game. At the same level as someone who's had a privilege Like their entire life I remember sitting in the living room naked on the TV It's a wonder how we made it out our city Vision is more than what you see and with your eyes Thank you to Stevie, I learned that from that guy Leave a legacy like left eye On the left side, straight from the west side what the best ride, look, eye, I've been cocky, I'm just confidently hyped Waiting for one minute, now I'm perfectly right To take the shine, living in the limelight yeah. But you know you gotta get your mind right But they don't wanna see you get your mind right They'd rather see you shine behind a flashlight Throw you down the concrete and take away your chances And when you black, you don't wanna chance it Can't pass go. no collection for you The capitalism taught us that that collection is due So be careful on the path where you choose they runnin' through my mind, yeah. Somebody come through this time. I'm finna to it too sometimes, yeah. Oh my god, all these nappy thoughts. They runnin' through my mind, yeah. They runnin' through my mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I wanna give you feel good, but I don't feel good. Cause when I look around the hood, and it's still hood, I wanna make a change Don't want the cycle to stay the same These kids are confused on reality and video games Look, we want that real shit Not slinging to pay the bill shit Talk about lining coat, maybe poppin' that bill shit More like investing and stocking up on that real shit LeBron made a promise I hope these kids will reveal it Wealth, what is that? It's not cars, it's not gadgets. closing the gap, the place where the poor be living at That's what we're at But mom said, cool with the ego don't you wake up now, radical people. But well, mama, we stuck in this deep hole. Truth, every repose. Time we come together from all other people. Cause ever since that dream, I went to the fire. Justice for all injustice before I retire. It's real. All I got are these happy thoughts.
3: Welcome back to com. your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Do me a favor, make sure you go on Spotify, on our heart radio, on Apple Music, listen to all our podcasts for the past uh, 11 years. One, two, one, two, I'm in a place to be with you. Lisa, how you doing? I'm
4: good, how are you?
3: I'm great. So I just want to know about your background a little bit, because I, I was looking and I like you uh, You kind of did what I did, like you ran a website, had a blog and all that, interviewing artists and stuff.
1: Oh. My background, how far are you trying to go? You know,
3: far, however you want, far you want to go. <laughs> we can go <laughs> to the slave ship if you want to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my great great granny, she uh, she came from Mississippi, you know, she migrated here. No, I'm just kidding. Well, um, I guess I'll go back to the beginning, just growing up as a young child or whatnot. My actually, my dad, he was like the musician in the family, and so he played the drums, his dad played the drums. It's dad, dad, you know what I mean. It was a whole line of of drummers, and um, my mom, she's always been a writer, and so they got together. They moved out from Chicago, California, to live their dreams, and they started writing like musicals and things like that. So they they both and they both had like a different type of style as far as like what they loved to listen to. Like my mom loved listening to like Stevie, Frank Sinatra, and all that and then my dad, he was more into, like, classical music, and he would do, like, a bunch of, like, symphonies all the time, and so just growing up, like, uh, my taste in music was just, it was just spread out. It was just so many different great musicians and artists and things like that, and so my my parents, I would say, they were kind of like hustlers, like, they would do anything they could, you know what I mean, to try to kind of make it in in the entertainment world, so they started, like, doing interviews, and my mom, since my mom was a writer, and she had her degree in journalism, uh, they started interviewing, like, different little celebrities, like that. I think her favorite one she always talks about is uh, Tim Reed, the father from Sister Sister. Yeah. Yeah, so I kind of saw how they kind of went about, like, getting press credentials and stuff like that, and then when I got to, like, college, I was like, I wanted to do uh, a music blog catering towards artists that people didn't know. You know, not the mainstream, not the celebrities, because I always saw that within my family. I always saw that with my brother. I have an older brother. Uh, and so then I started to go after it. And, you know, you get a whole bunch of rejections. No, you think you can't do it. And then all it takes is that one door. And it was American Idol. They gave me press credentials to take photos on the uh, like the main stage or whatever when they had like a concert. You know how like the winner or the top 12 go on tour and stuff yeah. So after I did that then I that gave me all the confidence to kinda of keep going after it and I was like, dude, I can do this and so that's when I was like I hit up I would look at someone and I would be like, Okay, I know this person is serious about their crap. You can just kinda of tell when someone takes their their music seriously and someone that's just kinda of doing it for fun and I started to hit up artists that were um, kinda of gaining that recognition but they weren't all the way there yet and one of like one of those artists was uh, Kendrick Lamar. He was just about to work with Dr. Dre, um, K. Michelle, Lecrae, uh, Jordan Sparks, just like a bunch. I what mean, year did you start? Probably like uh, 2009-ish.
3: Cause my yeah, we started at the same time. I started 2008. Oh, really? Yeah, you see how Law of Attraction
4: worked? At? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You just gotta, I, I realized the the secret is like, just keep going. You know what I mean? Like, just keep going. And there's times I've taken breaks, too. <coughs> like, I've taken a, a little hiatus right now. Probably like six months or something, but uh, I'm getting back. Getting back.
3: And then, um, so, when did you start rapping and stuff? Or have you always been rapping and you just were doing both at the same time?
1: Man, we always, like that's the thing, our parents always made us perform in front of people. Like, they're like, go singer, go rap in front of that person, that person. So like I said, they did a uh, musical. They were like the first that I know of to do like incorporate hip hop into musicals. And so they would have us doing uh doing their shows, you know what I mean? So I started uh rapping because they told me to when I saw my older brother doing it. Uh, So I probably been, but I, I started taking it more seriously, probably uh, college. I was like in a little group with like one of my best friends. Uh, we called ourselves Alisa because her name was Ali. They called me Lisa. Um, <laughs> corny, huh? But you know, it was, we were doing it. You know, like I was like, I want to do this group, and my dad's like, oh, okay. So then he started getting me shows. Like that's the thing. My dad he was like a super, super hustler. He ended up actually passing away like 2010, right mm-hmm. before I graduated. So. Uh, but yeah, he just instilled a lot in me. And uh, I probably started taking it seriously then, kind of jumping from group to group, maybe trying to do solo, not having really a, a clear direction. And then it was like still trying to juggle the blog and the magazine because that's growing traction. I'm like, well, this is making money right now. Maybe hold off on the music for a bit. And then I moved to Vegas. Like, the journey is just weird. And I moved to Vegas was doing music there. And then I came back. And then I was like, I don't know what to do. I didn't have a job. I came back with, like, $5 in my pocket. Like, I never believed those stories. Like, did you really go somewhere with $5? But, like, that happened. to me. I came back to Cali with, like, $5 in my pocket. I had a friend that let me rent a room. Um, I just used all the money I had to rent this one room. Came back with, like, 5 bucks. I was like, I'll just try to make it happen. Um... And then probably, like, 2015, I recorded a song. Yeah, like, my friend was in the studio. And he was like, you should do music again. And I was like, "Ah, oh, no. And then the guy in the studio that was engineering his uh, song was like, yeah, just come do one track or whatever. So I just did one song. And I was like, man, yeah, I'm going to do music again. So I kind of just was slowly building it up, just building a fan base slowly, you know what I mean, taking time. Trying to figure out what I wanted to put out, what's my sound, all of that, into who I am today.
3: Now what is, what is your sound? What do you think your style is as an artist?
1: My style, I, I would say, is very it, it's uh, one of my my favorite all time favorite rappers, Lauryn Hill, and why I love her because she was able to incorporate stories into music. Very similar, like, how J. Cole is able to incorporate that. Something that is memorable, something that you can leave behind. I think a, there's a lot of talented artists out there. Like, like there's a lot of great, great rappers. But uh, my focus is really bringing something that sustains, like, even past me. You know what I mean? That to keep that legacy going. So my music is, I want it to feel good, but I want to bring back the stories to music.
3: Right. And then who was you talk about Lauryn Hill. Who are some other um, MCs that inspired you?
1: Who are other MCs that inspire me? Dang, that's a lot, you know, but uh, dude, I would say uh, Lauren, J. Cole, Ludacris. I love Ludacris. Like, you got it, Ludacris, man. There's a bunch, but I, you know, I listen to a lot of music outside of hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I love to discover new artists all the time, I love to listen to folk music. I know that sounds weird, but I listen to a lot of folk music. I don't know who they are,
3: but I just I love that music that kind of calms your soul. <coughs> and where do you, where do you find new music? New music and new artists like where do you find them? I like I think Spotify does a good job. And kind of I just go word of mouth, social media. How do you find? Them? Yeah. Damn, I don't know what is going on with this little. Car.
1: Hold on, real quick. These questions not dope me
4: up. Huh.
1: uh, i do yeah spotify itunes soundcloud not so much man soundcloud is hard i feel like soundcloud is like walking into ross where it's like you don't know where nothing is that's how i feel about soundcloud it's hard to like just search for like good artists but definitely I, i go to apple music a lot Spotify a lot. And then I'll just
4: put out a tweet and be like, who's got new music? And then people just start sharing all their music. This is what I
3: need to start doing. You do. And then you know, um, I just wanted to make sure, I be forgetting the old boy name but uh, my girl was telling me that she was saying you, you were with the guy I forgot his name, he got all the tattoos on the face. I think his name started with a D. She oh, said you like were in this, like you um, she said like y'all in the label together or something? Cool together?
1: Oh man, they like we work closely as far as uh music wise. He's helped me like tremendously as far as um (coughs) recording, creating sound, and just getting me out there. Um, he's just the real supportive of that, and he loves artists that have the same mission that he has, which is kind of building up the black community, and so putting something positive out there as far as your music and stuff and so he said hey like i love your music i love your sound i love where you're going i'll help you in whatever way you need so uh
4: yeah,
3: yeah. and then why do you why do you think that's important to put positivity in
4: your music
1: why
3: yeah oh
4: why is it important God. to you
1: oh why is it important to me
4: yeah
1: uh because i, I it's in my dna if i Sum it up like my grandmother walked with Dr. King. Um, you know, I was a part of like some NC, uh, NCAA. Oh no, wait, hold up. In the you know what I like- NAACP. <laughs> I got
3: you. I got right you, now, bro. I'm tripping
1: out. not even think of it? Yeah, like um, I was a part of that. Um, they had like a kids program and, and put in something positive. We like came out with a comic book. My parents they created. Plays in the city of Inglewood, California, free for the community, just to bring something positive into into the um, to the city. So it's just something that's always been a part of me, just, just since I was young, it's part of my DNA.
3: Yeah. What are some of your current projects you're working on right now?
1: Oh man, it's a lot of stuff uh, coming out. Finally, with my first project called Happy Thoughts soon. i ain't got a date cuz it, it could change any any second but that's pretty much wrapped up i think i got a couple more songs that need to be mixed and mastered and that'll be done um i'm working on a cartoon show right now with a friend wrapping up our first season with 10 episodes that's dropping soon uh in the spring just i got a bunch of stuff just a bunch in the pocket you know i just keep working as much as i can still doing the blog
3: yeah, dude I saw the uh, I saw that one song you had. It, it was uh, a big baller brand. is behind it? Like they're using it for their, their series, I think.
4: Yeah. So, uh, producer
3: so, who you who you cool with? You cool with Lavar Alonzo? Which one? Which one? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so funny because like before, like a producer hit me up just on Instagram. I was like, hey, I I do music on TV and stuff, and we need a female rapper on this one song. You think you can do something? And he was like, for a show, I don't think you ever heard it. You may not know of it. It's called Ball the Family. I like, dude, I watch that show every Sunday before he even hit me up. Like, I love that show. I it's love- on Facebook
3: TV, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: so- it was good when I watched it, yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh, he hit me up on that. I love that show. I think I love it because I love Lavar. I love how he stands up for his kids and for his sons. And I think, what well, I think people have a problem with him. Yeah. To that. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the players in the NBA and music and whatever as far as entertainment when it comes to the black culture and the black image, you see a lot of fatherless um sons. Mm-hmm. So people have a problem with him, but because I know what that looks like, because of my own father, I love LeVar. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, he should be sticking up. That's how that's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah, that's why I that's
3: why I say I just think like, you know, uh especially a lot of sports, they like the like you yeah, like you said, the fatherless athlete and the mom I don't see nothing wrong with what he's doing. Like they just don't want, they just don't want, they don't want them doing it because they they want it like it, how it is. But I was like, yeah, I, I love him. I think he's dope. Sometimes he be he need to get out the way sometimes, but as far as he how he looks, so <laughs> he will need to be giving play by play on every game. But I like how he rides for his kids. That's just dope. He got you know that's how the entertainment is today. You gotta to stay relevant,
1: so he just try to stay relevant.
3: Alright. Then you was kind of talking about it throughout the interview. What are some of your other interests outside of music? Outside of
1: music? Uh, I, I consider myself the next Oprah, to
3: be
4: honest. Okay. The black Oprah. No, not
1: the black Oprah, Oprah already black. I know. What'd
3: you say? The, the, the
1: next Oprah.
3: Oh. <laughs> What'd you would you say that? So you trying to you know do everything Oprah doing? Try yeah, to- like
1: just everything as far as like Oprah got her own magazine. I got my own magazine, you know what I mean? Just being in in front of the camera, interviewing people, having, thinking outside of music, you know, it's not just music. Really, you're trying to build a foundation that can outlast you, that you can pass on from generation to generation. That's That's my idea of being successful, like giving back to the next generation. So... Just with everything I'm working on, you know, I do I do a lot, I do a lot as far as like writing, screenwriting, and I know when the time comes, when I'm in that position, so it's all like, what do you got? I'm able to share everything that I've been just doing for for years. You know what I mean?
3: So, all right, so I got a couple <coughs> daily fives for you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you some of your uh, oh. top fives in a different subjects. <laughs> the okay. first one is uh, your your top Five favorite artists. Any genre since you listen to any genre. Man,
1: that's hard. Top five favorite artists. In any order. Okay. I'm going to go with Lauren Hill, Elton John, Stevie Wonder. um uh, Was that
4: five? That's that was three. Yeah, <laughs> Lauren Hill, Elton John, Stevie Wonder. Um. Else, like, oh, uh read the Franklin hmm. here,
1: and I'm gonna add him on the list, which I never really listened to the music growing up. But Prince, I got to see Prince perform live, and that dude was genius.
3: What's up? Man, what are your top five books.
1: Dang, top five books. Um, Dr. Seuss, part one through five, Cat in the Hat. No, um. Uh, my, one of my favorite all-time books is uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective
3: Yeah, I like that book. Stephen Covey.
1: Yep. Uh, uh, the Fourth Agreement. It's another one.
4: Um, and I'm going to read it. oh dang. Top five. Uh, what
1: are the other ones? I don't even know, bro. I wasn't even... I'm going to go with... Uh, Doctor Seuss Cat in the Hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sound off. Right. Doctor um, Seuss Cat in the Hat for sure. Um, uh, I'm gonna put the Bible in there. The there. <laughs> you no, know, because I, I read that one. Uh, uh, you know, there's some good stuff in there. huh <sighs> another one. Sucks. I got a library of books right here. I guess I need to read them more. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I know. This 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 question get a lot of people, though. A lot of people oh. be stuck on this question now, so I'm going to oh. keep using Oh, it. yo, I, you know what? Another
1: good one
3: I read is the Malcolm X book. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. The autobiography of Malcolm X, yeah. yeah. And now, I was going to say, uh, what are some your top five they could be movies or documentaries? Top five movies or
1: documentaries? Okay, Remember the Titans. Uh, oh, Remember the Titans. Cinderella, man. Karate Kid down the music and um
4: uh hmm that's a good one will be another one
1: uh I'm gonna just put say the last dance in there right,
3: your top five foods
1: top five foods I like anything really that's like um I like a lot of vegan food I'm not, like, pure vegan, but I like a lot of vegan food. So, you'll find me at, like, a bunch of vegan restaurants. So, I'm going to go with, like, chicken nuggets that aren't really chicken.
4: Yeah.
3: You tried the cauliflower chicken yet?
1: Yeah. The, the buffalo, little cauliflower, yep. Uh, man, I love, see, I can't, I love pizza right now. I just, you know, I can't give the pizza. Oh, right. Would you just eat, like,
3: cheese pizza, or?
1: Yeah, just cheese and vegetables. i put pineapple in, like green peppers or I'll switch it up, put some jalapenos in there. Yeah, um, I've been
3: um pespotarian for two months so I've been doing that. I can't just give up all meat so I eat the fish.
1: Yeah, definitely. I would say I'm more pescatarian than anything. Uh but I I'll take breaks from fish. If I feel like I've eaten too much or maybe feel a little bit weird, I'll just take a break from it. Ah. Uh, but I like different types of soups too. Like I've been uh, making like this Carrot ginger soup, and just adding like mint and different vegetables in it. That's really good too.
4: Hmm. All right, and I'm sure
3: I'm pretty sure you can. Um, this would be a very good question for you. So, what what advice would you give to new artists, um, building their, you know, building their career of just getting a bigger following?
1: My advice would be um, try everything and anything because you, you never know what people are gonna like, and you never know. Like yeah, you never know what, what's gonna take off. Is that your cat?
3: Oh yeah, he, he keep jumping in the interview all talking, so I guess he's gonna be on
4: the <laughs> <you>. yeah.
1: Hey. <laughs> but yeah, no, I would say try everything and anything, you know, like break the rules when it comes to how something should be and take your time. Take your time.
4: Yeah. Build something
1: of quality. I would say. But in order to do that, you got to keep going at it. Keep going at it.
3: And what would you say to, as far as anybody hasn't heard you yet, what would you say? Like, why should they
4: check your music out?
1: Uh, Why should they check my music out? Because it's, uh, you want to be a part of history. And and I'm definitely one of those artists that you're going to feel like, dang, you grew up. And so, Taking me on now is—you're it, it, getting that early glimpse of, of something in history in the making.
4: That's a good answer.
3: <laughs> what would you like to say to your fans, uh, supporters? What would you like to say to them?
1: I say, Mama, thank you for, uh, you know, thank you for having me and, and going through that whole process of nine months. Uh, to all my fans, I've been getting hella new fans like every day. I thank all of my supporters. Like I asked someone that was like, "Can I give you a donation?" I was like. I was tripping out. I'm like, is this legal?
4: He's like, hell yeah.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> like, up. Like, can you do this? You know? So uh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for everybody that's been supporting me lately and, and where I'm at it. So, And I'm thankful for you for even hitting me up to do this interview. I appreciate that.
3: Ah, um, Yeah, I appreciate it. Like I said, I'm thankful for you have, coming on the show. Um, Very good guest. Hopefully we talk in the future after you blow up and everything. Oh, for sure. You know, you never forget your day once. All right. I just want to say thanks for coming through Politicking with us. <laughs>
1: yeah. And have a great
3: day. Alright, you wanna tell me your social media and everything?
1: Oh shoot. Yeah. So you can find me at it's Julisa. So you gotta put the it's part there. Cause that trip people out and be like, just Julissa, not yet with the it's. So it's Julisa, I-T-S-J-U-L-I-S-A. That should be everywhere except for Twitter. There's an underscore after that.
2: com. Tatiana, your next baby mama The chick you run with and yeah, we'll bring you drama What happened to the kings and queens? We think it's funny, it's brought the black woman Just to make money, honey You can be more than what they make you And we wonder what stereotypes escape through Instead of open your legs, open your mind Instead of being a thot, you can decline Think about it, really, really, really think about it I want you to sit back and really think about it You don't need to break them off just to break them down Build your king up and watch them hold you down Tag team, y'all both for the crowns Get inside his mind, you know, stick around. A thought ain't the maniac ain't gonna save ya. Southiana just busted for the paper.
0: The Poe and Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com/poaudio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at 14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.